Live from the Iowa Speedway in Newton, Iowa. This is Indy Lights, presented by Cooper Tires on the IndyCar Radio Network and Sirius XM IndyCar Nation. Practice and qualifying are in the books. It's time to go racing for the Indy Light Series, presented by Cooper Tires for round number nine of this 2022 championship right here on IndyCar Radio. Nick Yeoman, Davey Hamilton join you uh, high above the start-finish line here at Iowa Speedway. And Davey, 13 drivers getting ready to uh, buckle into those race cars and roar around this 7-8 of a mile oval for 75 laps. This is going to be an interesting. What a quick weekend for these Indy Lights drivers. Uh, showed up yesterday, did a little practice session this morning, got right in the cars, laid down a qualifying lap, and here it is. Time for the 75-lap run. Very hot here at the Iowa Speedway. But you know it's going to be exciting day. I mean, this championship is uh, you know, in, in, in the hands of Lundquist right now. I mean, he has a nice lead, but everybody else is chasing him, and who knows what could happen on these uh, 7 eighths mile oval. Haven't been to ovals like this for a long, long time. Excited to see this race kick off. 75 lap Indy Lights race, followed by the HyVDeals.com to 50 presented by DoorDash for the NTT IndyCar Series today, and then tomorrow, IndyCar back on track for the V Salutes to Farmers 300 presented by Google. You can hear all of that action right here on IndyCar Radio, so uh, no need to touch that dial as we are just about set to go racing for the Indy Light Series presented by Cooper Tires. These drivers went qualifying this morning and in a very competitive and close qualifying session. Uh, the front row was locked out by uh, the, the driver who won at Mid-Ohio just a couple weeks ago, Hunter McElray, and our championship leaner, Linus Lundquist. Let's hear from those drivers. As for McElray, he had to wait a little bit to find out he could celebrate winning that pole position. He wanted to wait until the very end to make sure that you had it, and you had to do exactly that. But congratulations the pole sitter here at Iowa Hunter McElroy. Oh, I'm so happy, man. First oval pole. It's been something I've been wanting to achieve for a long time. I haven't been able to really nail over qualifying so far, but uh, these guys gave me a rocket. That was just what I wanted. Yesterday in practice, we were P3 with uh, really not where we wanted to be. So I knew we were going to be strong today, and uh, yeah, we're in the best spot for the race. This race in particular is essentially a 75-lap traffic jam. How challenging is it going to be to find the balance to be able to stay up there? So important to be on pole, man. So hard to pass. Um, yeah, I, I really wanted... I told my engineer yesterday, Matt, he nailed it, by the way, but I said to him, like, I really want to be in clean air for the race because I feel like once it settles in, it's going to be really hard. So it's going to be a difficult race. Don't get me wrong. It's you know, still going to be a long 75 laps for everyone, but I think being off pole is a huge help for us. So let's go back to back. It's obviously familiar territory up front for you. Best of luck to you. Thanks, man. Let's hear from Linus Lundquist, Michael Young. He's going to start second. You have a strong grasp on this championship at this point. A couple of races didn't qualify so good. I know you're a little disappointed you didn't get the pole, but starting on the outside of row number one at a tough oval like this, still good qualifying. Yeah, not bad at all. I mean, we've... Um, I think we've been outside or outside the front row once this year. You know, it's either been pole or second every every qualifying session apart from one. So, yeah, we, we definitely know how to qualify. Like I said, a little bit disappointed not to get pole, but we knew that it was going to be so close around here, uh, which it was indeed. Um, but looking forward to the race. I think you've seen in the past that you can definitely pass and make moves around here. So we'll see how it goes. It feels like we're fairly even evenly matched. So, um, you know, it all plays down to if somebody's going to make a mistake and then try to have a run. The points lead you have is so comfortable. How has your mindset changed or has it on how you approach the second half of the season? I mean, the, the championship is always in the back of your mind. Um, but again, 
I, I do this because I love winning. So that's the main motivation for me. So we're here to win races and, and keep on getting podiums. And then if we can get a championship at the end of the year, then we've done a, one hell of a job. We will wish you all the best on getting another win later on this afternoon. Thank you. I hope so. Yeah, that's Linus Lundquist. He'll start on the outside of row number one, Nick Yeoman. Those were our two uh, pit reporters, Jake Query and Michael Young, catching up with the front row for today's race. Hunter McElray and Linus Lundquist. And Linus talked about it, Davey. Uh, four, no, make it five poles on the season and uh, three more runner-up starting positions. So in terms of starting up front, Linus Lundquist has flat figured it out in the lights. He sure has. And, and the other uh, group uh, needs to figure that out as well because they're trying to catch him. We'd like to say such a nice 87-point points championship lead. They need to keep him off that top set of the podium if anybody else has a chance at all. At all, It is an 87-point lead for Linus Lundquist over Stingray Rob. Things awful tight for second in this championship. Uh, Stingray Rob, 87 points back. Matthew Brabham, 96. Hunter McElroy, 98. Benjamin Peterson, 104. So lots of jostling that can be done for that second position. The command to start engines has been given here at Iowa Speedway. Those 13 cars roared to life. It is time to take a look at the starting lineup for Indy Lights Racing here at Iowa Speedway. Here's today's Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires starting lineup. Row 7. James Rowe, Ireland. Row 6. Antonio Cervalli, Canada. Kiffin Simpson, Cayman Islands. Row 5. Ernie Francis Jr., United States. Benjamin Peterson, Denmark and United States. Row 4. Matt Brabham, United States. Christian Bogle, United States. Row 3. Jacob Abel, United States. Christian Rasmussen, Denmark. Row 2. Daniel Frost, Singapore. Stingray Rob, United States. On the outside of Row 1. Linus Lundqvist, Sweden. And starting on the pole. Hunter McElroy, New Zealand. So it is time to go racing as the field of 13 pulls on to the racetrack for a handful of pace laps. So let's uh, sweep the pits. It is a hot one down there. Michael Young, you can give us the details of the conditions here at Iowa Speedway. Yeah, a lot warmer than it was when we went out to qualify earlier this morning. Ambient temperature 90 degrees and the track temperature has jumped nearly 15 degrees. 108 is the track temperature as this sun is baking on a 7 eighths of a mile Iowa Speedway. A couple of puffy clouds in the skies, but all in all, the weather weather has been fantastic. It's a warm one. The fans starting to make their way to the grandstands. And Jake Query, we saw some varying strategies from these drivers during qualifying this morning. Interesting to note, Nick, when they went out for qualifying, of course, they all knew that whatever car in terms of the setup that they had for qualifying was going to be the one they had for the race. And you heard, of course, the strategy of the pole sitter, Hunter McElroy, wants to start up front. Matthew Brabham, for example, starting eighth in this race, but said it was all about race setup. We'll see what that means in terms of how he's able to try to pick his way through the field here and what should be a very busy race at the Iowa Speedway. It's going to be a busy one for sure. 75 quick laps around Iowa Speedway. Got one of the best in the business to help call the action. He will anchor both IndyCar races a little bit later today. On top of the press box, we welcome in Mark James. Uh, thank you, Nick Yeoman. Pleasure to be here. And we see a long line of cars continuing to file into Iowa.
Iowa Speedway for all the festivities today, but these up-and-comers getting a chance to ply their train in front of these fans and hopefully do so on the big stage someday. The NTT IndyCar Series. One to go at the line. Nick Yeoman will pick them up somewhere at the entrance to turn number two after they come down that 12 to 14 degrees of banking, and we'll watch them battle it out down that 850-foot back straightaway into turn number three. Looking forward to it. Yeah, beauty of the seven-eighths of a mile oval as you can see everything from any seat in the grandstands. Mark can see it all. We can see it all from the booth. We appreciate you joining us here on IndyCar Radio as we have live coverage of this 75-lap race and both IndyCar races coming your way later today and tomorrow. The front row lined up in turn number three. The alignment looks pretty good. Hunter McElray on the inside and the leader in the championship, Linus Lundquist, to his outside. They will roar out of turn number four. McElray gets the jump. They will see the green flag. We are racing at Iowa Speedway. Hunter McElray leads the field into turn one. Uh, they started to go three wide into turn number one and wisely backed out of it. Stingray Rob's going to have to settle into the third spot. Battle for the fourth spot is a side-by-side when it starts to shake out. Matthew Brabham wants the fifth spot now as he goes to the high side in turn number four. Brabham's got that car pinned to the outside as he tries to swing around Christian Rasmussen for the fifth position. Looks like he's going to get it, Mark Jaynes, as Hunter McElroy leads the field into turn one. Watch well, a huge advantage if your car will work to the high side. You heard him say during qualifying earlier today, he's happy with this race car. That's what he was focused on. He grabs the fifth spot now into turn number four. McElroy's advantage across the start-finish line at complete lap number two is about eight to ten car lengths over Linus Lundquist. And boy, a daring move. Matthew Brabham looking aggressive, Mark James, as he's trying to get around Daniel Frost on the backstretch. Not able to do it, but he gets a nice run down the banking. He's going to peek to the inside. Will they go side-by-side into turn number three? Matthew lifts a little bit, climbs right back into it, washes up. He's going to grab that spot, the fourth spot, when they get to the start-finish line. The orange and white of Frost on the outside, the blue and gold of Matthew Brabham on the bottom, and Brabham's got the run out of turn number four. He's going to turn number two. He's going to take that fourth position. Now Mark James, he'll set his sights on Stingray. Rob, not so fast. Daniel Frost trying to challenge him back out of four. Uh, Frost saw the bottom of the racetrack opened up, but that door closed just as quickly as they got to turn four. He'll settle in behind Matthew Brabham for now. Davey, we knew that Matthew Brabham dialed in a lot of downforce for that car. He's looking racy early. Yeah, right now moving up into that fourth spot, as you just mentioned. Gate, oh, we got his car slow coming off of turn two. Uh, it looks like that's Pedersen got back up to speed right now, but had a big moment. But you're right. Matthew Brabham said, you know what? Bad qualifying. I'm worrying about the race. I have a good race set up, and he's showing it right now as he's catching that third place car, Stingray Rob. That kind of stacked things up from about uh, sixth on back, Mark James. Ernie Francis Jr. leading Jacob Abel down the back straightaway, and Peterson in that orange car looks like he's got it gathered back up. He's challenging Christian Bogle into turn three. Yeah, he got into three and didn't like how uncomfortable the car was. It forced him to lift a little bit, and it washed a little bit. About a three-car lake deficit now as they head back to turn one. Back up front, it's Hunter McElroy by about 12 car lengths over Linus Lundquist, who runs in second. Third is Stingray Rob, but the car on the move is that blue and yellow machine of Matthew Brabham. He's got an Indianapolis 500 start to his name. Takes a step back into Indy Lights, and Mark, he is rearing down on the rear ring of Stingray Robin to turn one. Got a start, in fact, in many forms of bracing, which I speculated with Davey Hamilton over the course of the weekend that uh, would be a huge advantage to him over these young drivers that had never been in a place like Iowa Speedway. He, Matthew's been here, never driven here, but he showed pretty good pace early on. Up front, though, uh, Davey got to be impressive with the start for Hunter McElray. Not only gets the jump out of turn four when he saw the green flag, but he's starting to walk away from Linus Lundquist, the advantage 1.3 seconds. Yeah, 1.3 second lead over Lundquist. Lundquist right now probably just happy to be where he is. He's got a nice lead over Stingray Rob. It's Matty Brabham as we continue
continue to talk about on the move, but he got right up behind Stingray Rob coming off of turn two. The front end washed out that dirty air off Stingray's car. Just didn't allow front grip for Maddie's car. Lost some ground, but he's trying to slowly pick it back up. Mark, the two cars that Brabham has passed, uh, Daniel Frost and Christian Rasmussen, they've been putting on a pretty good battle for the fifth position. And moments ago, Rasmussen had to hang on to it out of turn four. Yeah, he got a really good run between three and four, and it looked like he was going to hang on enough to make that pass. It was just not able to do it. Had to lift a little bit and lost some momentum. So the deficit is about the same right now between uh, the cars running in the third and fourth position and those battling for fifth and sixth. Yeah, we'll peek in on that battle for third. Stingray Rob from Idaho. Matthew Brabham trying to chase him down. Those two are Andretti Autosport teammates into turn number one. The advantage for Stingray Rob is about four car lengths as they both hug that yellow line and through turns one and two. Yeah, it stays that same deficit at the halfway point of the back straightaway. They'll use that banking to gain some momentum as they glide down. And again, it's varied from 14 at the top to 12 at the bottom. It tightens up ever more now at the exit of turn number four. Davey, so much of racing at Iowa Speedway seems to be gathering up those runs because, boy, once you crack the throttle, it takes a few laps to regain the position. That, that's exactly right. And then we, we continue to talk about some of the best races, and that was Maddie coming off of turn two when he got that dirty air off Stingray Rob's car. The front end just completely washed out. Now he has to compensate, figure out what do I need to do not to have that happen when I get that dirty air. So right now they're all kind of spread out. Nobody really challenging each other right now, but they're all focusing towards the end of this race. Remember, it's 75 laps. We're only 13 laps into it, so these tires are going to start getting hot. Balance of the cars are going to start changing pretty dra drastically, so it's it's going to start getting mixed up pretty soon as we're going to start catching up to the, the leaders are going to start catching up to lap cars here in another four or five laps. Yeah, it's only been uh, 14 laps now, but Davey, when we're talking about 20-second laps, they are flying around this track. Yeah, they sure are. I mean, I mean talk about this morning, they get up, they get two qualifying laps, they lay, lay it down, and then they hop right back in the car for the 75-lap race, and they're done for the weekend. And uh, another thing, uh, it's hot. I mean, these drivers are doing a lot of work out there, but the, the conditions are good, other than it's just really hot for these drivers out there. So when they get out of the car, they're going to be well spent. So working lap number 15 of 75 here at Iowa Speedway, your race leader is the pole sitter, Hunter McElroy. He streaks across the start-finish line. His advantage over the championship leading leader Linus Lundquist has now grown to about two seconds. Battle for third continues to be a good one. Matthew Brabham working that low line. Mark Easton within two car lengths of Stingray Rob. It got better last time down the back straightaway. He got a really strong run off of turn number two which allowed him to close. It's kind of settled into about four car lengths now as I say that though. Both use the banking of the exit of four to their advantage to gain some momentum up the straight. Back into turn number one. Stingray Rob arcs it in first. He lets that car drift a little bit. Brabham continues to use the sideline to try to carve his way through turn two. Closes in once again to about a car length mark as he tries to make it work on the bottom. Yeah, he's filling up the mirrors no doubt. He's within uh, maybe less than a car length at the exit of turn number four. As they point it back toward turn one, Brabham runs about a half a groove lower. For now, he's taking the shorter way around, although his car did not like something about the exit of turn number two, and he lost all kind of momentum. Yeah, Davey, that went from a one car length advantage to about five in a hurry. Yeah, so what he's doing right now is just, <coughs> excuse me, learning the racetrack, knowing that that dirty air is washing the front of his car out. He needs just to get the timing right to try to get by Stingray Rob. And Mark Jane, speaking of dirty air, our race leader, Hunter McElray, who has led all 20 laps so far, he's about to feel what that dirty air is like as it looks like he's caught the rear of the field. Yeah, he has caught the rear of the field indeed, Nick Yeoman, and uh, the, 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 I guess he has to hope that everybody plays nice. Uh, the question is, will they go high or will they go low? This is one of those areas, Davey Hamilton, where those spotters 
need to communicate up here on top of this press box. That's right. I've seen a lot of those spotters up by you, Mark. I talked to them as they're going up there. I know it's only 13 cars, but things happen fast around here, and they're going to, as they've already done, caught up to that lap traffic. Very important that they listen to their spotter around these short ovals. Mark, let's take a peek at the battle for the seventh position. Ernie Francis Jr., Jacob Abel, they've been slugging it out. They're separated by a car length into one. Halfway point uh, out of turn number one. That's a good battle there. We pick it up out of turn number two, but again, there's something wrong with the way the air comes off of that car in front, that dirty air. We saw the same thing happen to Matthew Brabham, Nick Yeoman, last time, about two laps ago, in fact. For whatever the reason, the air washes across the nose of that car, and it disrupts it plenty, and they lose all kind of momentum by the time they get to the halfway point of the backstretch. Really hard to follow guys around here, isn't it? Yeah, well, and especially turn two. What they, these drivers need to do is don't go in too low. You sometimes want to sh try to shoot underneath a guy coming off of turn four down into turn one, because you have one but you're better off to say, you know what? I'm not going to make my move. I'm going to stay high and try to get a straight line off of turn two where I don't get that dirty air. We see it time and time again, and you're right, Mark. That was a big, big uh, push for Abel. Our race leader, Hunter McElray, has cleared the first lap car of Antonio Saravalli, but Mark, that 1.9 second advantage that he had is completely gone. Out of turn two, Linus Lundquist within six car lengths. Yeah, Linus Lundquist is coming, and again, we're not suggesting Linus Lundquist is going to drive defensively, but he certainly going to take his opportunities as they come and an opportunity may be coming to get to P1 very, very soon. And Davey, give credit to Stingray Rob, who is, has had to fend off the challenge from Matthew Brabham. He's done a nice job of starting to run down the leader as well. Very consistent. Caught up to that third place car, as you said. Lundquist, about the same amount of gap between first and second. The second, third it's Matty Brabham is the one that's putting that pressure on Stingray Rob. The Stingray noticed Brabham on the bottom going around turn three and four. Stingray blocks that, gets back in that dirty air. He's doing a good job defending. A little bit further back, Mark. Let's take a look at the battle for fifth. Daniel Frost doing everything to hold on and fend off the challenge from Christian Rasmussen. Yeah, Daniel Frost has uh, had to do a lot to fend off that battle between Christian Rasmussen. A pretty good run into turn number three as they go side by side. Rasmussen gets to the bottom, tries to throw the slider, and Davey, just like a short track on a Saturday night, he pulls it off. Christian Rasmussen into the top five. There you go. We, he, we expected him to qualify a little better. Didn't have a great run. He may be doing the same thing as Matty Brabham, not worrying about that qualifying run, more worried about the race setup. Seems like he's coming forward. Brabham starting to move his way up the racetrack. This is the battle for the third position. Mark, he's got about a car length to make up from Stingray Robin to turn one. And again, he inched ever closer last time at the exit of turn number two. We'll see if that air gets disrupted off the front of the car. No, it's pretty well planted. Pretty nice run off of turn number two. He might entertain thoughts of going low in turn three. He's right there about a car length behind. He uses about a half a groove higher lane than Stingray Rob, he'll lose about a car length. Going to have to gather it back up. Meanwhile, up front, Mark, we've got a battle for the lead. Hunter McElroy, his advantage, it was nearly two seconds. It's down to three car lengths into turn three. Yeah, a couple of two-by-two two battles for sure among the front four, and it's shaping up to be a couple of good ones now. The leaders off of turn number four, and again, lap traffic could be coming into play here as Matthew Brabham wants to gain a position. The third position over Stingray Rob. So we work lap number 30, full field rundown. It's Hunter McElroy, your race leader by three-tenths of a second over Linus Lundquist, Stingray Rob, and Matthew Brabham running third and fourth. They've been battling all race long. In fact, Brabham's taking a look to the inside. Not going to get around Stingray Rob this time out of turn number four, but that's how the front four run. In fifth, it is Christian Rasmussen. Sixth, Daniel Frost. Seventh, Ernie Francis Jr. Eighth is Jacob Abel. Christian Bogle runs in ninth. Tenth is Benjamin Peterson. Eleventh, Kiffin Simpson. James Rowe Jr. is twelfth, and one lap down, Antonio Saravalli 
in the 13th position across the start finish line. Davey, we got a battle for the lead. Mark James in a turn one. Lemus Lundquist all over Hunter McElroy. He is all over him, and he's tucked right in the tire tracks. He's had a couple of opportunities to make that pass, and he's decided wisely of it when the car starts to wiggle a little bit. But very, very soon, Nick Yeoman, we could in fact have a four-car battle for the lead. Is that battle for third and fourth starting to catch that front front two? Matthew Brabham all over Stingray Rob, but Lundquist is going to take a look for the race lead into turn one. He uses the bottom of the racetrack. He'll let it eat up the racetrack. McElray gives him plenty of room. Mark their wheel-to-wheel on the backstretch. Side-by-side with the advantage to the high side for now. We'll see if Linus Lundquist can hang on to the bottom of the racetrack. The left side's touch the yellow line. They stay side-by-side to the exit of turn number four. Good wheel-to-wheel racing here at Iowa Speedway in the Indy Light Series presented by Hoop Cooper Tires. Hunter McElray sweeps around the outside. That disrupts the air. Linus Lundquist loses all of his advantage. Here comes Stingray Rob looking for second. He can't gather that advantage in fast enough to get back full song before they get to the halfway point of the back straightaway. He's forced to the high side. There's not much grip there. That opens the door now for Matthew Brabham. Boy, I thought they were going to make contact at the exit of turn four as Stingray Rob did not give Linus Lundquist a lot of room, but here comes Lundquist charging back on the outside. Mark, he's going to pull even with Matthew Brabham right in tow. Brabham trying to find a hole. There just isn't one. He gets to the very bottom of the racetrack, went well below the yellow line, tries to gather him back in. A three-car battle off of turn number four for the second spot. Davey, what a job by Lundquist to hang it back on the outside wow. and retake that second spot. What a power move by Lundquist. I'm telling you, Singeray Rob had that position. I mean, I thought there's no way that he's not going to come out in second place, but what a power position that Lundquist took going on the outside. Really three wide, because Matty Brabham was on the bottom. That's pretty impressive. And look who's coming up behind Matty Brabham right now for that fourth spot. Yeah, Christian Rasmussen, Mark. All of a sudden, he is shot out of a cannon in that fifth position, and he's rear on the rear wing of uh, Matthew Brabham out of two. Yeah, he's been slugging it out with Daniel Frost for a few laps, but was able to win that battle. And again, things start to tighten up a little bit. But in that battle for the fourth position, now is the exit turn number four. Across the start-finish line, it is Hunter McElroy, your race leader, Linus Lundquist second, Stingray Rob third, Matthew Brabham fourth. But here comes Christian Rasmussen. He uses the bottom, slips ahead of Matthew Brabham, but Mark, he couldn't keep that spot out of turn two. No, Matthew Brabham grabbed it right back, as a matter of fact. It looked awfully strong. Looked like he came out of turn number two, shot out of a cannon. And the breathing room that Hunter McElray enjoyed after that dust-up between second, third, and fourth, Nick, he's now run into his own set of problems as he's behind more slower cars. On a sun-splashed hot day at Iowa Speedway, there is no room to breathe for any of these drivers running in the top five out of turn four. Hunter McElray, he's led every single lap so far, but the pressure is on. Linus Lundquist, two car lengths back into turn one. Linus Lundquist is coming two car lengths back, but again, we've got Stingray Rob, and now we've got Matthew Brabham. Brabham looking strong again off of turn number two. Goes high, looks low. He's got to get to the bottom of the racetrack in the entrance of turn three. This battle for third is about 40 laps in the making as Matthew Brabham uses the inside, but Stingray Rob, he hangs tough on the outside. They're wheel-to-wheel again into turn one. They stay wheel-to-wheel into turn number one, and we've got a car against the wall to the high side in turn number two. It is James Rowe Jr. who has slapped the outside wall. He was right in front of the race leaders, went up the racetrack and made heavy, heavy contact, bending the suspension both on the right rear and right front tire of that machine. Again, that was right in front of the race leaders. The good news, Davey, he appears to be moving around in that cockpit, and it's a single-car accident. All of the leaders able to avoid that accident. Yeah, it's one of those situations where he was really trying to hold that leader off and and, and just trying to... It looked like something may have happened. It just shot up the racetrack so quickly, so not so sure.
sure that maybe uh, something happened in the front of that car because it definitely just shot straight up the racetrack. So the Irishman, James Rowe, going to uh, pop out of uh, car number 12 for TJ Speed. Uh, well, we've got a chance here. Yellow flag with 33 laps to go. Let's go down to Michael Young. Well, I'd like to visit with the CEO of Andretti Autosport, Rob Edwards. We were going to try to talk to you about the midway point, but the racing action was so good. It was like watching your drivers battle there. Stingray, Rob, Matthew, Brabham. Then we had the caution come out. Made my heart skip a beat there. I thought it might have been your guys for a second. Yeah, I mean, I'm super proud of the way our guys are racing each other, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're all obviously all four cars are really close, and, and they've been racing hard but giving each other room. Um, obviously, the lap traffic's been proving challenging for us. Um, you know, this yellow will hopefully give uh, you know, give Hunter some clear track. But, uh, you know, 26 cars strong. Oh, he's always strong, and uh, so it should be an exciting last 30, 35 laps. All four of your drivers in the top five. We talked to Matthew Brabham after qualifying. He said, we dialed in more downforce in qualifying to make this a good race car. How do the other three compare to what Matthew has right now? I think they're all pretty similar. I mean, I think... You know, with these impound races, obviously qualifying is important, but you've, you've all got to have an eye on uh, on the race. And, you know, it's a long race and uh, tire degradation and so on. And so uh, I think everyone went into the race with, uh, or sorry, everyone went into qualifying very much with their eye on the race. We talked about this impound. How did that throw a wrench since we don't do that very often? Do you have to plan ahead? What, when did that curveball come your way? Uh, we sort of knew it was coming midweek and, and uh, as I say, it, it probably didn't really it didn't really throw a curveball, right? It's the same for everyone. I, I think it makes a lot of sense. And um, so, yeah, we just, you know, so really all it does is affect what you do for qualifying. And uh, obviously we qualified fairly decently. So uh, must have read that one at least halfway decently. Well, it keeps you guys from tickering with those things because we know how you love to tinker with the cars. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Uh, so it should be an exciting run to the end here. It's going to be fun. That's Rob Edwards, CEO of Andretti Autosport. And, of course, uh, Rob will be on the pit box a little bit later today for uh, Devlin Francesco as Devlin gets his first taste of racing here at Iowa Speedway. Rob, a uh, longtime member of that Andretti Autosport organization and uh, a veteran strategist as well, one of the best in the business. We are working a full-course caution here at Iowa Speedway, 45 laps in the books, 30 to go. Every single lap has led, been led by Hunter McElroy, but uh, don't let that you know <laughs> lead to believe that the, this one's been a walkaway. It has been a fantastic fantastic racing at the front of the field here at this seven-eighths of a mile oval in Newton, Iowa. Hunter McElroy, your race leader. Linus Lundquist is second. Uh, timing and scoring showing Matthew Brabham in third, Davey Hamilton, and I was a little worried for Matthew because as soon as that accident happened, he was side-by-side -side with Stingray Rob, and I thought, oh, he might not get that pass completed. Looks like it's going to stick. It's actually had it start-finish, and that's go. where they catch it. So when, when that yellow comes out, they revert back to the start-finish line. Matthew Brabham not much ahead of Stingray Rob, but also slightly, so that left him in that third position. So it does kick Stingray Rob back to fourth. Uh, Christian Rasmussen, who's really been charging, is up to the fifth spot. Daniel Frost is sixth. Jacob Abel runs in the seventh position as he got around Ernie Francis Jr., who runs in eighth. Christian Bogle is the ninth-place driver. Tenth is Benjamin Peterson. He's been struggling a bit. Kiffin Simpson runs in 
11th. 12th is Antonio Saravale, one lap down and out of the race. The reason for this full course caution, the incident involving James Rowe Jr. And, David, we saw a couple replays. Looked like he was simply a passenger. There was uh, no fault on the driver of the Irishman. Yeah, it's right. it looked like a right front tire cut down, just like a deflated somewhat. And then just when that happened, he locked up and went straight at the racetrack. But it looked like the air was already out of the tire before uh, he made contact. So, uh, again, uh, 28 laps to go here at Iowa Speedway. Davey, so far, the racing has been uh, phenomenal. Really, really good. Back to why I love ovals, and I I surely do. And, I I mean, I love all racing. But when you get on ovals like this, it's just so exciting. And the racing never stops. You see somebody check out, for example, McElroy, thinking, wow, he's checked right out. But next thing you know, he's in traffic. He can't get by him. Next thing, Lundquist is side-by-side with him. I don't need to tell you about Brabham. Rob and Rasmussen and Frost even. They've been side-by-side, uh, wheeling around here, uh, uh, battling for that position. It's not over yet, so uh, what, what a great what a great event. Let's go back to pit lane and Michael Young. Yeah, with the director of marketing for Cooper Tires, Chris Pantani. Basically the face of Cooper Tires here at the racetrack, and, and pretty much all over the continental United States, you do so much for Cooper Tires. Obviously the announcement came out, you guys will not be with the Cindy Lights program next year, but amazing what you guys have done, not only through the Indy Lights program, but the entire road to Indy. It, it must be a thrill to come out here each and every week and, and see your tires on these great race cars. It is, Michael. It's been an honor to be part of the program for so long and developing the ladder system as it is. The remainder of the ladders will stay in place on Cooper Tires from the USF Juniors all the way up to Indy Pro 2000. However, you're right. Coming week in, week out, seeing guys like Pato Award, Renis VK, we watched them grow from our series. It's the best part of the program we can actually attest to. It's amazing to think back and some of these young drivers that we have seen over the years, and you get intimate relationships with these guys. You grow friendships. It's always a lot of fun. It's, it's amazing to see what all you've brought to this table, and we wish you all the best next year. Getting set to go back green, but thank you again, Chris, for everything that Cooper Tires brings. Thanks, Mike. It's been an honor and a pleasure to work with you this time, and I'm sure we'll be seeing you next year as well. Certainly will. Chris Pantani, Director of Marketing for Cooper Tires. Back to go racing with 25 laps to go. Hunter McElray is on the loud pedal. He'll lead him out of turn number four, but here comes Linus Lundquist. Mark shot out of a cannon. New race leader into turn one. Yeah, got to the bottom of the racetrack and hit the button most assuredly. Behind them, Matthew Brabham has a firm grasp on the third spot as things start to back up a little bit. Here comes Matthew Brabham, he wants P2. McElray threatening to go from first to third on one lap. He sure is. Matthew Brabham sweeps to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll take the second spot away from Hunter McElray. So it's Lundquist, Brabham, and then Hunter McElray, the top three as they roll in turn two. Brabham focused on that race car during qualifying. Don't want to belabor a point, but it's pretty obvious he might have known what he was doing. He pulls within about seven car lengths now at the entrance of turn four. Race control is going to review the start of that race as uh, Linus Lundquist got a nice jump. He is your race leader. The advantage about four car lengths over Matthew Brabham. Another four back to Hunter McElroy. About five mark back to Stingray Rob who holds on to that fourth spot over Christian Rasmussen. Got to be a tough situation, Davey Hamilton, to, to, to have those tires start to wear away. And then you've got about seven, eight, nine laps under caution that all of a sudden try to keep that heat of the tires when the grip has gone away after 60-some laps. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is where the car and the balance changes so much just with a few laps to go now we see him spread out and that's a, a heat cycle that's nothing when you, you have a yellow flag cools these tires down and sometimes to get the heat back
back into it, they don't react exactly the same. Heat cycles are not good for these tires, and right now we kind of see that with all the cars spaced out. This time across the line, a six-tenth of a second advantage for Linus Lundquist over Matthew Brabham. Lundquist, the championship leader. Brabham right now sits third in points. They roar through turns three and four. Brabham run to the bottom. Lundquist running right in the middle of the racetrack. Again, it was six-tenths of a second. This time by Mark, it's down to .46. Matthew Brabham starting to carve into that lead of our points leader. No question he's coming and got a really nice run off of turn number two. Only one time during this race have we seen his car get a little wonky off of turn number two. So far, other than that, it's been very, very solid. He really closes now off of turn number four. Yep, across the start-finish line, just 20 to go here in the Indy Light Series, presented by Cooper Tires here at Iowa Speedway. The advantage for Lundquist, about three car lengths. They stretch it out down the back straightaway, moves it to about four car lengths as they arc their way into turn three. Lundquist, again, running the middle of the racetrack, thought about moving down to take away Brabham's line, and Mark, let's be honest, you can take away the driver's line behind you, you can disrupt that air. Exit of two, down the back straightaway, into turn number three is where Matthew Brabham is working the best. Lundquist, as we saw at the start, appears to be strolled off a of four and down that long front straight. So, Davey, put yourself in the uh, cockpit of that 83 car, Matthew Brabham. How do you set up a driver like Lundquist, who's looked really fast today? Yeah, we, you need to go the opposite lane that he is in. For example, if he's on the bottom, take that second lane, get some clean air, try to keep the momentum up. But when you get right behind him, it's hard to decide because you have to make a decision what lane you're going to take in that leader, which is what happened down in three and four, where Lundquist said, Brabham's been good on the bottom. I'm going to block that line, and it did, and it gave him about another 10-car length lead. Brabham slowly trying to catch up, but if I'm at it, go the opposite place that the leader is. Race control gives a thumbs up on that restart, so uh, again, what do you think might have happened to Hunter McElray, Dave? We talk about the heat cycle on those tires. Why do you think that 27 car simply did not go when we dropped the green flag? Well, I think he had some wheel spin. I think that he brought the field down actually a little bit too slow, trying to get a jump start. Well, sometimes if you bring him down slow, and then you get on the throttle before the competitor behind you, you get a little bit of a jump, but I think he had some wheel spin. Sometimes it works, but so if you get wheel spin, it does not work. So I think his better option would have been up on speed just a little bit and then pick up that throttle because I seen even, it uh, looked like Stingray Rob actually lost a spot uh, as well. Or, or yeah, yeah, he was running yeah, fourth. He was yeah. running fourth. I'm sorry. Almost lost a spot to, to, to Peterson behind him just because of wheel spin on his car as well. Yeah, the news has gone from bad to worse for Hunter McElroy because not only did he lose the lead and second position, but uh, he has lost track of the leaders. He's fallen now 3.6 seconds behind with just 13 laps to go. Linus Lundquist leads him out of turn number two. Mark James, they are catching the lap car of Antonio Saravalli. That is a teammate to Linus Lundquist, but going to be a challenge for both of those cars to navigate regardless. Yeah, might do it. It all depends on where Linus Lundquist is uh, able to catch him. I mean, if you get him in a straightaway, chances are that pass will be made just a little bit easier. But again, you would think the spotters for those teammates are already in communication. But as we say that, he may have worries about Matthew Brabham because he really starts to close in the entrance to turn three. Yeah, there's no doubt Lundquist can't necessarily stare out the front of car 26. He's got to use those rear view mirrors to keep an eye on the car coming behind him. That is Matthew Brabham through turns one and two. The advantage for Lundquist is about two or three car lengths. Looks like Saravalli is going to pull to the inside. Mark James, he'll let those two race it out. Yeah, he played nice for sure.
sure he wanted up plenty for both. Matthew Brabham with a strong run around him. Pulls him within three car lengths in the exit of turn number four with ten laps to go. Meanwhile, pretty good battle towards the uh, mid-pack as it looks like Christian Rasmussen has gotten around at Stingray Rob. So move Rasmussen to fourth. Up front, throw all eyes on the battle for the lead. It's two car lengths. Lundquist over Brabham. Inches ever closer to the entrance of turn number three. Problem is, through three, he's taken a little bit longer way around. He goes about a half a groove higher, but tucks it behind him in the start-finish line. Nine laps to go here at Iowa Speedway. We're going to settle it out with the front two uh, with a good four-and-a-half-second lead over everybody else. Linus Lundquist, your championship leader by 87 markers, trying to hold off Matthew Brabham. Brabham won the first race of the season at St. Petersburg. He's been waiting for that second win. Could it come at Iowa Speedway? He's got two car lengths to make up in turn number one. Uh, different mindsets here. Brabham just wants to win a race. Lundquist trying to put a stranglehold on that championship. He already has a firm grasp on. He's got a lot of work to do. Matthew Brabham to the bottom side in turn number three. He takes a look through three and four. They'll go wheel to wheel. Brabham might have had to crack the throttle. That car got a little sideways. Davey, he couldn't pull off the pass over Lundquist. Well, well, he drove the heck out of it. That car was sideways, out of shape. Now he got dirty air. That's all that Lundquist needed. I don't think Matty Brabham has enough time with only seven laps to go to catch back up. But it looks like he's going to give it a shot. But Matty Brabham got down there too low. The car slid up, got out of shape, did a good job by staying out of each other. Boy, it doesn't matter if it's an Indy car, an Indy Lights car, a stadium truck. Matthew Brabham could drive the wheels off it. And we know Linus Lundquist can as well. Mark, he's already gathered it back up. Brabham's going to take another chance at it here with five and a half laps to go. Yeah, that issue at four looks like the kind of wiggle you might see in nearby Knoxville. He has pulled right back up underneath the rear wing of the start-finish line. Lundquist has got the challenge behind him. He's got the dirty air of lap traffic in front of him. This is going to get good. Here comes Matthew Brabham. He's got a strong charge to the outside. Markey couldn't make it work on the inside. They touched down the backstretch. Brabham, he's got a damaged front wing as he caught the left rear, right rear tire of Linus Lundquist. That wing is askew. Davey Hamilton. Brabham's going to have to hold on. Yeah, he's going to have to hold on now. He actually got into that outside wall. I'm surprised there's not more damage than that. Looks like just ran him out of room, ran him up the racetrack. Now there's no chance of him catching back up. Wow, what a great car and run by Matty Brabham. He has a big lead over that fourth-place car with four laps. I'm sorry, the third-place car with four to go. We'll see if he can just hang on to that second position. Brabham was trying to make it work on the outside, and you're right, Davey. We see a replay. Linus Lundquist simply pinched him into the wall, and the concern for Lundquist now has to be his right rear tire. Can yeah, it hold? That's right. We're going to watch his replay one more time, and, and that, that's a little scary for the leader. To, I mean, Brabham was there. The spotter should have told him. Took just the nose wing off, but if that nose wing comes off the car, that could be big problems for Matty Brabham. So, uh, like I say, he's coming by right now. Two more laps to go. He's just hanging on at this point. What a what a great drive for him with basically no nose wing, but he definitely got shoved into the fence. The good news is, Mark, though, both of those drivers have massive leads over third place running Hunter McElray. They're about to see the white flag. Lundquist and Brabham just trying to hold on here at Iowa Speedway. Yeah, you talk about a, a racetrack where you need some downforce. Can you imagine how much that has changed with that front nose wing? Is a pretty impressive drive by Matthew Brabham. Not only to hold on to it after the race contact, but certainly to be able to hold on to that position. Brabham's about to lose the second spot. We'll see if he can hold on for third, but out of turn four, Linus Lundquist, a little wheel-to-wheel battling. It's still going to result in a race win. He'll see the twin checkered flags. Linus Lundquist scores his sixth race win of the season. Hunter McElroy gets to second. Christian Rasmussen does get around Matthew Brabham for third. Brabham ends up in the fourth position as the rest of the field streaks across the start-finish line. Stingray Rob fifth. 
Jacob Abel, sixth. Daniel Frost, seventh. Ernie Francis Jr. in eighth. Benjamin Peterson, ninth. Jacob uh, uh, Christian Bogle in tenth. Race control. Everything's under review as of right now, Davey. Regardless, I'm interested to hear from both of those drivers, Lundquist and Brabham, after this race. Yeah, what a shame. What a great race they were putting on for all these fans and all of us. And and it's too bad it looks to me like Lundquist's spotter just did not let him know that Matty Brabham was there. He was on the outside. It was going to be a big battle right there. Matty did everything he could and not happy whatsoever, I'm sure, with the result. I mean, he had a solid, solid second at least. But then Lundquist. That was a risk for him, too, as a point champion. It could have taken him out just as well. So, uh, again, the podium is under review. We will let you know when it's been confirmed and shored up by race control. Uh, Matthew Brabham has pulled that car even with uh, Hunter McElray and uh, and certainly going to be interested to hear what these drivers have to say after that contact. Davey, what, what would, could have been like for Matthew Brabham driving around with that race car with that? Well, right speed? here we see him on the outside, and he has a nice run coming off the corner. He's coming up the wall. Everything's good. And next thing, Lukas just moves up the racetrack, just pushes Matty Brabham straight into the fence and uh, boy he's lucky he didn't get a tire as well but when it when that happened that nose wing uh, of Matty Brabham just took a big hit and I'm surprised that they both uh, you know recovered from that and we see it looks like a pretty heated discussion yeah. going on right now between Linus Lundquist and Matthew Brabham Brabham kind of uh, letting him know he was trying to go around the outside Michael Young you're down there yeah, Matt Brabham, Matt Brabham and uh, Linus Lundquist talking, and Matthew Brabham's basically saying, you give me no room, and Linus is trying to explain what had happened from his point of view, but Matthew Brabham cle- clearly is upset with his entire situation. Matt, your front wing is nearly tucked up beneath that front left uh, uh, front left tire. You had a great race car. looked like you ran out of race room. What happened? Yeah, I mean, I just think, obviously, I, I paid, <clears throat> played the gamble in qualifying to go for the race setup car and obviously everyone trimmed out and uh, I was the fastest in the race by far I mean I think that was my race to win I was just kind of waiting for the traffic trying to pick which lane I wanted to take and he came down low and gave me the lane up high so I was like well if you're going to give me a full lane up high I'll take it so I took the lane up high we got straight on the straight and then it's almost like he decided oh I made a mistake now I need a block and you know he said he said obviously his spotter cleared him but <laughs> we weren't clear he just drove me in the wall so I don't know I mean I think obviously that was my race to win but sometimes it's how it goes so the podium is still up for review so potentially you'll still hop on that podium but a great run today it's unfortunate it ended the way it did yeah thanks man yeah I mean I just yeah it happens but uh yeah I just paid that played that gambling qualifying and it paid off so i'm happy it did because i was looking worried there at eight but man that was just this just not the way that i wanted to end the race thank you for your time that's matthew brabham guys let's go over to jake query and hunter McElray comes home second but that was kind of a wild last dash there take me through that final restart when you were up front and then of course obviously the lead was surrendered yeah sucked man uh, I think I just got in the marbles. I don't know. I know we were driving through dirty stuff, and I just I was trying to make my tires clean, but silly by me. Need to be better than that. Just dominated the race. I mean, like you saw in qualifying, we were so much faster than everyone else over a lap. I think I pulled 20 car lengths, and then obviously got behind traffic, and it gaps everyone, or makes the gap go away. But, uh, yeah, frustrated not to get the win. Obviously, maybe who knows what's going to go happen now, obviously, with the contact between those guys. But, obviously, I would like to win it across the line first, and... Uh, Whatever happens, just always going to look what I can do better. So, overall, happy to be back on the podium. Um, thanks to the team for a great car all weekend. 
I was a little loose there at the end, but uh, overall really happy. Appreciate it. Thanks. Hunter McElroy finishes second. Let's try to get a word in here with, of course, Linus Lundquist, who as of right now, we have not officially been declared as the winner. But let's begin with this while it's still under review, Linus. Take me through your vantage point first off of the restart. Yeah, um, uh, restart was interesting. Uh, he went quite quite early, um, so I was a little bit slow on, in, in reaction, but I was able to get a nose underneath, and, and then I think it just understeered off on the exit, so he had a lift. So obviously I got a great run out on the front stretch. Um, and then after that, I just tried to get my head down. I think our rear tires started to, to fall away a little bit towards the end, and that's where... Um, um, uh, number 83 car, uh, Brabham. Brabham. Yeah, was um, was obviously fast, and, and we're having a good fight. Obviously, I don't want to see a fight end end like that as well. But yeah, it's unfortunate what happened. Um, but um, yeah. In terms of the contact with Brabham, let's go back to that. What he said to you, and then in addition to that, just if you could elaborate more on what took place and what your vantage point was. Yeah, I mean, he, he said that I try to put him in the wall, which obviously is not my intention. I want to have a clean fight, but again, it's so difficult and um, to judge distances in the mirrors, especially on ovals, and you've got to put your 100% uh, trust in, in your spotter, which I did, and unfortunately, we were, we were just inch, inch uh, too far were away. Were you aware he was there that close? Uh, no, well, obviously, I saw him in my mirror, but it's so difficult to gauge if it's half a car length back or if he has a nose. Obviously, that's where you put your trust in the spotter. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Linus Lundquist, Nick, we shall see yet if he is, of course, the official winner here. Michael? Christian Rasmussen will come home in that third position, at, at least for now. That was a wild finish. You had a good run. You actually caught the back. Uh, you fell back a little bit and was able to catch those front four. Walk us through your day today. Yeah, I was uh, sitting behind uh, Frost for a little while there in the start and really kind of moved backwards uh, in front of the, with a peg in front there. Um, but once I managed to get by him, uh, I thought I, I caught up very, very well to, to the group in front and was actually able to be quite racy out there. Uh, we thought that it was going to be very hard to pass, and it was very hard to pass. Uh, but somehow I, I made them stick. Uh, and then I kind of got gifted there at the end with, uh, with Brabham having a, a front wing knock, wing knock off. And I was like... I gotta get that podium. So uh, I went, I went high and and uh, made a stick, even though I was quite close to the wall there at the end. Um, but yeah, very happy. Uh, third for now, maybe second with a penalty. We don't know, but uh, yeah, very happy with today. You were further back. Did were you aware of what happened between the 26 and the 83? Did, could you see the contact from your position when it came down? No, I, I couldn't see it. Uh, I, I was just so focused on uh, <laughs> on just hitting my lines, and it was getting kind of, kind of sketchy out there with with the tire deck. Uh, so I was just focusing on my own thing and uh, see what happens. Well, that's a great run, and we'll see how this thing shakes out. Thank you very much. That's Christian Rasmussen, guys. We all wait to uh, see how it shakes out. As all the drivers not exactly sure where they finished uh, within the podium. Uh, unofficially right now, Linus Lundquist is your race leader or race winner. Uh, Hunter McElroy second, Christian Rasmussen third, Matthew Brabham fourth. But it looks like Davey Hamilton, race control, has issued a three-spot penalty to Linus Lundquist for avoidable contact. That is going to hand the win to Hunter McElroy. How about that? Yeah, that's, uh, we'd like to hear from Lundquist at this point right now. That put him from 100. And let's, let's go down and talk to Lundquist right now. Okay, Linus Lundquist, you've been informed here. The penalty now assesses you to the point where you went from winning this race to fourth. Your reaction? Yeah, <laughs> sad, disappointed, um, but not much to do about it. 
I guess the, the reality is, though, still from a point, you know, this obviously would have put a stranglehold on the points championship for you. Your mindset in terms of that, I haven't seen yet how much that affects in terms of your lead for the championship. It's still a 77-point lead. Yeah, sorry, I think you got to... Um, yeah, I mean... So you lost 31 points, essentially. Is that from 108 to 77? Yeah, um... 31? Well, you had a 108 point. You had a 108 uh, point lead, and it's now 77. I had an 87 point when we went into the weekend, so 10 point loss. But either way, not so much about the points, honestly. I, I think we drove one hell of a race. Uh, you know, we were making moves side by side with multiple people. You know, um, so just sad to to see a win go away like that. I appreciate the time, Michael. Well, Hunter McElray, how are your legs today? Can you climb another step? Because you just won this race. Yeah, wow. That was a wild finish, man. Um, obviously, we dominated the whole weekend, so uh, we should have been here, but I, I really screwed up that last restart, which was annoying. But, man, I got lucky with it today. You know, I'm not going to lie. I, I really think Brabham deserved more there. But overall, I'm happy to take what you can get in this game, man. So I'll take that for sure. Back-to-back wins. All right. Yeah, win is a win. Walk us through that restart. What happened? I don't even know, honestly. Um, I just, I felt like I got a good jump, and then, um, I, I don't know, I must have got up in the marbles or what, but I just didn't expect it. To, I almost crashed, so uh, frustrating for sure, but uh, I got lucky today. So I still want to make sure I know what happened for future, but I'll take it. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, with that penalty, Hunter McElroy, your winner here at Iowa. Davey Hamilton put a, a nice, shiny red high V bow on what we just saw. Wild wow, race, wild, wild race. You know, and the sad part of that is it's Matty Brabham. Uh, his third, he's not, ha- you know, he was going for the win and, and back to Lundquist, that back, it just shows you that, you know, playing defense never pays off. And that situation with Lundquist right there, if he just, if he would have got second this race, that's better than fourth, right? And and fight it out without having contact. And I, I know that these cars are hard to see out of. I do understand that. I do know that, that, that he didn't do it just absolutely intentionally, but it was definitely an avoidable contact. Um, and, you know, but the, the, the worst, the one kind Coming out of the bottom is Brabham. I yeah. mean, he is on the podium right now, but I feel like it, it took a good opportunity for a win away from him. So a controversial finish, no doubt. Uh, here's a uh, now official results. The race winner is Hunter McElray. Christian Rasmussen ends up second. Matthew Brabham third. Linus Lundquist fourth. Stingray Rob fifth. Six through ten is Abel, Frost, Francis, Peterson, and Bogle. Kiffin Simpson finishes 11th. Two laps down, Antonio Sarabale in 12th. And out of the race, completing just 40 laps, James Rhodes juniors so a uh, lot to talk about with that race but of course uh, coming up we're all getting excited for the high deals.com 250 presented by doordash our driver analyst today was davy hamilton in the pits michael young and jake query in the turns mark james our chief engineer is brick evans satellite support by scott forget our producer is sam rumsa with production assistant by paul levitt the network director is chris pollock this is nick yeoman stick around mark james davy hamilton and the rest of the indycar radio crew will be back at the top of the hour to bring you flag-to-flag coverage of the HiBeeDeals.com 250 streaming right here on your phone, your tablet, your computer on Sirius XM Channel 160 and a radio station near you. So long from Iowa Speedway. presentation of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network.